Hello, everybody, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and today we are going to be talking about overcoming the fear of being a bitch. Okay, so this episode is for all of the nice girls out there, the people that have been um, identified as being the good girl, the nice girl, the one that has a hard time saying no. I totally understand that and resonate with that because I have been that person. And, you know, there's a, I love being that person that brings joy, right? My podcast is called Joy. Joyfully you. I love being able to activate that joy. The thing is we need to bring the joy while also bringing authenticity to our relationships and to our life of being the authentic version of ourself. Um, and so for me, overcoming the fear of being a bitch really comes down to my self-expression. And so I've seen this in a lot of my clients and I've seen this with a lot of my own relationships is when things happen in the moment and we're agitated by it, but we don't want to make anyone feel bad. So we stay silent about it. That is us being inauthentic in our relationships where we are suppressing, sharing something that's upsetting us or bothering us because we want to be the good girl, the nice girl. We don't want to ruffle feathers. We don't want to make anyone upset. And this has been a huge part of my self-love journey of learning how to speak my mind in a way that is filled with love and compassion of like, Hey, when you do that, that really upsets me because it, it, my interpretation is this, is that what you're meaning to do? And most of the time it's not. And if it is, then obviously we get to attend to those relationships of what's really going on. Um, and so a mantra that I use that has really been supportive is be real rather than nice. If you guys are watching here on Instagram, comment that be real rather than nice, because being real is nice. Being real is nice. I would rather be known as someone who's real and authentic than someone who's a good girl and always, you know, walking on eggshells, not wanting to offend anybody, not wanting to hurt anyone's feelings. Because obviously, if you're listening to this podcast, and if you're a part of my community, you have a big heart. And you have a heart that wants to give and love and serve and empower other people and like make a difference. Those are the types of people that are in my community, the people that want to make a difference in some way. And I'm a firm believer that it starts with learning how to make a difference in our own life. And so we are making a difference if we are being authentic in our relationships. So if you ever have a moment where you are holding back from how you really feel because you're afraid to make someone feel bad or you're afraid to offend someone, I'm going to be sharing a couple things that really um, support me in having those conversations. So communication is really important to me. And like, even when I've taken personality tests or things like that, communication is a skill that I have. I'm really good at communication. And so the desire to become even better at it is important to me because I've been in relationships or I've been in moments where I've held back on saying how I really feel. And so what that creates is resentment on my end where I start to feel resentful towards this person and this relationship because I'm not expressing myself. I'm not giving myself permission to say how I really feel because I'm too worried about being nice or I'm too worried about offending people or making someone else feel uncomfortable. And this is a disservice to these relationships because we aren't being authentic. You know, we aren't being in integrity with what's real for us. And, um, one of the first things is asking permission. And so what that can look like is, you know, can I be totally honest with you right now? 
And obviously in our relationships, the response to that is going to be like, yes, please. Because think about it. If roles are reversed, would you want someone to hold back on how they were really feeling because they were worried about you feeling bad? It, it would be like, what? No, tell me how you're really feeling. Like, I, I love you enough to want to know the truth. Because think about it like this. What if you were accidentally offending someone or hurting someone's feelings and you didn't even realize it? Like, that's the same thing. If we are not telling someone in our life if they're hurting our feelings or if they're upsetting us or if they aren't showing up for us in a way that we think they could, and but we're not telling them either. And we're just holding on to resentments or being upset. Like, when stuff like that happens, we have to we get to, we don't have to, we get to ask ourselves, like, what's real for me right now? So that first thing in in creating deeper communication is asking permission to share what's coming up for you. Like a way, I'm going to give you a couple different ways you can do this. The first way is, can I be totally honest with you right now? Okay. That's the first one. The second way is, um, can I share some things that have kind of been upsetting me? Can I, can I, can I be open with you? Do you have space to hear it? Right. Cause if someone's in the middle of doing things and you're like trying to have a deep conversation with them, but they're in the middle of things, it's like, is that really a good time? They might not have the space to really hear you. And so asking, do you have space to hear me right now? Do you have space to hear this? Can, can we have a conversation? Um, and then we give that person permission to say yes or no. And most of the time they're going to say, yeah, because people want to hear what's real for you the same way you want to hear what's real for the other people in your relationships. And so if you've ever had that feeling of, you know, I don't want to be a bitch, I don't want to come across a certain way, you know, especially with our intimate relationships, it's really important that we are authentic in that way. But then let's talk about relation. Let's talk about situations where you you don't really know the person, especially as a woman. I've had so many situations where, um, like a guy would be hitting on me or something would be happening where I didn't want to come across as a bitch, but inside I was screaming inside, wanting to be like, fuck you, get the fuck out of my face, get the fuck away from me. Right. But this feeling of, I can't do that. That's rude. I can't, I don't want to make this person feel like this way. You know, we have to notice what is the cause and effect that's happening by you staying silent. Because if you yourself are able to be honest with someone of like, you are making me really uncomfortable and I'd really prefer if you would step back or, you know, I'm over this conversation or whatever. If someone's trying to, um, invade your space, (laughs) right. Uh, being able to say that and knowing that if you're saying that, even if the person's like, holy shit, I didn't know, um, or however they take it, that you are doing a service for yourself and for all the future people that interact with that person, that maybe this is happening. And I, I trust that whenever situations happen, in our life, they're happening for us. They're not happening to us. And whoops, they're happening for us, not happening to us. And I posted about this recently on Instagram about the five mindsets of people with high self-worth for people that value themselves. There's a certain lens in which they see their life. And one of the biggest things is, um, things in my life are happening for me, not to me. Because if we look at situations in our life as this is happening for me, then we can find the opportunity in every situation, right? We might have a situation where someone is crossing our boundary and it's happening for us so we can practice self-expression. So we can practice being real rather than nice. So we can practice saying no. But if we're looking at life in a way of this is happening to me, then we're going to view life from a lens of 
feeling like a victim of this is happening because people like me experience this because people like me when it's like, that's not empowering. That's, you know, so how can we start to look at our life through a lens of what is this here to teach me? What am I learning through this experience? Because if we are having and practicing that high self-worth and valuing ourselves, then everything in life is here to teach us something. And if we learn it, then it's almost like I look at it for me, I look at it as initiations. When something really uncomfortable is happening, especially within my business, I look at it as, ooh, I'm being initiated and this is an upgrade. And for me to pass this initiation into a next level of leadership, because whether you lead other people or not, you still have an opportunity to be a leader for yourself. And I talk a lot about this um, here on the podcast and also here on Instagram or online is self-leadership, how we lead ourselves when no one is around. And so when difficult situations happen, being able to slow down enough to take ourselves out of it and look from the outside in of what is this initiating me into? What is this teaching me? What is this lesson here? How is this happening for me? And sometimes we can't always see how it's happening for us in that moment. Instead, we get to ask ourselves, how do I want to respond to this situation? What is this situation here to teach me? Because if I'm looking at life through a lens that everything is happening for me, then feeling like the victim or wanting to throw a pity party and opting out of situations in life is not an option. You can do that. It's available, right? But if you're wanting to live a life of self-worth and leadership and authenticity and really true connection, then we're not throwing pity parties around here. We're not giving up on ourselves. We're not opting out. We're choosing to show up for ourselves. We're choosing to be there for ourselves. And a part of that is honoring your honesty. And when we have different relationships, relationships with ourselves, relationships with other people, relationships with loved ones, honoring the truth. So if someone, and even in the littlest of ways, if someone asks you like, oh, do you like, you know, do you like this? Okay. I actually have a really good example. Um, I went to, um, but what if you speak the truth? Yeah, go ahead. Ask questions here on Instagram. That's great. Um, I had a situation where I stayed at my family's house at, at the beach and I stayed in like the spare room where there was this like futon. And the truth is it wasn't comfortable. It wasn't. And so in the morning, um, my mom's husband asks me like, Hey, how did you sleep last night? And this is the moment of facing that fear of sounding like a bitch or not wanting to ruffle feathers, right? Is honoring my honesty. The honest truth was, oh, it wasn't very comfortable. I didn't sleep that well. And in the past, years ago, I would have been like, oh, it was great. Yeah, no problem. Because I was scared of that person taking it personally. But I'm actually being inauthentic when I'm saying something that isn't true to avoid that, trying to like protect that person's emotions. You know, this is like people pleasing. And so honoring the honesty, write that down, put it in the comments or write that down honoring the honesty, right? Because when we are honest in those situations, we're being authentic. And if you have a fear of, oh, well, I don't know how that person's going to take it or, well, they asked you a question and so you're allowed to answer it. And if they don't like the answer, that's kind of on them. And we get to have discernment here 
right? We get to be in integrity with ourselves of what we are, the energy we are bringing into the room or into the conversation. Oprah used to have a, a sign on her door when she was doing her talk show. It said, you are responsible for the energy that you bring into this room. And I love that so much because if we are holding ourselves accountable for the energy that we bring in to our jobs, into our families, into our relationships, we get to hold ourselves high of asking ourselves, well, what is the energy I'm bringing into this? You know, and a way for me that I get clear on the energy that I'm bringing into my relationships is by first getting clear on how I am feeling internally. So journaling is a huge thing for me. Uh, journaling allows me to connect with that part of me because think about it like this. Our mind can think and filter through thoughts so quickly. It's like, right? We can think so quickly, but in order for us to put pen to paper, it forces us to slow down. So think of it like a coil that's like really wound up. It's hard to see what's in that coil because it's all wound up. But if we start to learn how to meditate and we learn how to journal, it's like we are stretching out that coil. So we're able to see what's actually going on. And when we gain clarity on how we're actually feeling, um, there's power. There's personal power there because there isn't confusion. Uh, you know, there are some times where gaining clarity of what's real for us can be heartbreaking. You know, I had a conversation with a friend yesterday who he's in a relationship right now and it's, there's, it's been difficult. There's a lot of needs that are not being met on his side. And I'm sure on her side, there's a lot of needs not being met as well. But him gaining clarity of what he really wanted was realizing that he's not wanting to be in this relationship with her. And that, that's an example of clarity creating a lot of heartbreak. But this is where, you know, if I come back to this topic of overcoming the fear of being a bitch or overcoming the fear of being an asshole, honoring the honesty that we're actually being a bitch, we're actually being an asshole if we're not telling the truth of how we're feeling. Because I am a firm believer that if we are expressing what's real for us, like in our heart of hearts, in our soul, what's real for us, even if it seemingly lets someone else down in the process, everyone rises in the end. Everyone rises in the end. I experienced this um, with my mom. We were working together and me pursuing this self-love coaching business caused a very big riff in our relationship because we had another business together. So from her end, I was like abandoning her. I was not playing team. I was stepping away. Um, but now flash forward two years later, she's thriving. She's making great money. She's happy. I'm thriving. I'm successful in my career. I'm happy. But we had to go through a period of separation in order to rebuild that relationship. And so if we come back to that core belief of everything is happening for me and for the evolution of my greatest good, that you have to trust that things are figured out even if you don't know exactly how it's figured out. That if you feel like, oh, I need to make this decision or this change and it's going to cause this problem and this problem, it's like really being able to worry and keep your mind focused on your own personal responsibilities 
because it can get really heavy to try and take care of everyone else around you. And we aren't designed to be carrying the weight of the world on our shoulders. And anyone that has experienced people pleasing or for if you guys are the oldest child, right? A lot of, I feel like there's a commonality there of people that are the oldest. They're used to having to take care of um, the people in their life. So there's a lot of purpose derived from taking care of other people and abandoning your own needs or desires and putting them off to the side. So I want to invite you um, to really get clear on what is true for you and what is it that you want, you know, because for me, I, I don't want to ever look back on my life and have regrets or what ifs, or wishing I would have expressed myself more, or wishing I would have really told people how I felt about them. You know, maybe it's, it's telling someone that you really like them. You know, maybe it's like that versus telling someone that they're upsetting you. Um, I've definitely experienced this in my my personal relationships with the guy that I'm dating. Is I notice these little small moments of m- me at a crossroads of honestly sharing how I feel or being the nice girl, and I know in my heart of hearts. Where, how I stand and where I stand now, I know that if I'm honest with how I'm feeling, even if it maybe isn't nice, me being honest deepens our connection, our relationship, and allows him to know what I truly like and don't like. So we can be able to create that um, symbiotic relationship that I really want and that he really wants too. And so honoring the honesty not taking things personal and also expressing yourself without worrying of other people taking it personal. Because it's like being responsible for the communication that we bring and the energy we bring while also not taking it personal if someone else is feeling a certain way. You can inquire and ask, you know, how, what can I do? How can I support this relationship or whatever it might be? But honoring your honesty expressing yourself, letting yourself be seen, letting yourself be heard, um, especially for the more intimate relationships in your life. And then for people that you're, that are, you're just meeting or people that you feel like start to violate your boundaries, getting over that fear of being a bitch and expressing yourself that if you're uncomfortable, that you say, I am uncomfortable, I need you to back up. Or that's really inappropriate. Don't say that to me again. Like access that part of you that's like the older protective sister and let that part of you come out to protect you, if that makes sense. It's like the different parts of ourself, letting those different parts of yourself be seen and heard because you don't have to just be the good girl. You get to take a stand for yourself. You get to take a stand for the people you love and you get to take a stand for the things that you really care about and um, express yourself. That's like the biggest thing, being able to express yourself and know that it's safe to express yourself. All right. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. If you liked this episode, send me a message on Instagram and let me know. If there are other topics that you want to hear about, send me a message. Let me know. I always am I am always uh, thankful and also responsive to these types of messages. So if you've been listening for a while, um, I'm on Instagram at Kelsey Low Show. And I literally copy and paste your messages and put them into an anonymous, like a Google Doc. Like it's just for me. But I look back and I really tune in to how I can best serve you and empower you in your journey. And so I'm sending you so much love. And uh, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I will see you on the next episode. Mm-hmm.